Hello, welcome back. Evening, old boy. It's the Fluckers. We're back again. <laughs> the Chuckle Brothers. The Chuckle Brothers. We've, we've had some names, haven't we? We have, yeah. Not all of them we can actually say on air. No, not all of them. No. And no. that's only since we've started doing this. That's true, yeah. Some of the other names from the good old days. Oh, we've had a few. We'll have, yeah. to, we'll have to bring a few of those out later. We could do, couldn't we? I think it's time to say thank you, isn't it? I think it's a huge thank you. Yeah, it is. A huge thank you to our listeners, subscribers, people that have commented, liked, shared. It's brilliant. It's overwhelming. Well, I'm, I'm shocked, to be fair, aren't you? I mean, who would have thought... Well, no, I thought, because you're, you're quite funny, you are, so I thought... I'm not, no, I thought, well, I thought it was you that was keeping us afloat. <laughs> you are, you're too kind. <laughs> right, so we've got, some, we've got some information for you yeah. in relation to where you can find us. Uh, so if you're looking for us, you can find us on Facebook at uh, either at British Bobbies or the Facebook page, which is Police British Bobbies Off The Cuff. And then the podcast, so I'll post the link in there for the podcast, but you can find the podcast if you subscribe to Anchor. You can get them and notifications. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocketcast, Radio Public, and we've also just launched a YouTube channel. Yeah. We've got the first one on there already, and we've already got some subscribers on YouTube. We have. How many have we got? Three. Yeah, I'm one of them. You've got to start Are somewhere. You, uh, I'm yeah, not well, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Still, from Little Acorns, hmm. it's been a bit of fun, hasn't it? I never imagined. Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, hope you keep enjoying them. And if you're not, please let us know. Don't get bored by them and uh, without mentioning anything. So if, if, we're, we're, if we're not doing very well, please do feel free to say we're crap. And we've got our first guests lined up. We've just got to organise Yeah, we have said that before though, haven't we? The what, sorry? Didn't we say that before? Like we're going to get some guests in and we still haven't, have we? Well, no, it's organising with them when they're available, isn't it? Yeah, true. And um, Kim Kardashian, when did she say she could do? I think when she saw how old you were. She said she wasn't coming on. No, that's she, true. She felt that she would be uh, taken advantage of because of her young age. Oh, God, was she vulnerable? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've had some offers. Really? Yeah. I was contacted after the, after the second one, after the firearms. They said uh, I was contacted by Love Island. Mm. And they asked me to send them in a photo, so I did. And uh, I had a reply today. Uh, really? Yeah, they did. They, they turned me down. They said, but they, they did say, thank you very much indeed for your, uh, for your picture. We'd like to compliment you on your striking pose. Were you injured in the war or do you <laughs> ride a bike a lot? I haven't replied to it. Yet. But uh, no. So yeah, fame and fortune is coming our way. Well, notoriety. Hey, notoriety. I think we're not doing this for fame or fortune, though, are we? We're doing it because we just want to... Well, you're already, you're already as rich as Croesus and well, uh, I'm so. a local celebrity, so... Between us, we've already got that. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I mean, you are you are a local celebrity. I'm not as rich well, as... Well, I was briefly. I was like that Andy Warhol, everybody has 15 minutes of fame. Mm. And, was that um, when you was in the sport? Oh, yeah, I've had two bits of fame then. Mm. Yeah, I've still got the picture of we that. Have you seen picture. the picture? I'll find that picture and I'll... I'll try no, 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 Facebook. don't post it. No. I'll, put it on, I'll put it on the Facebook site. I, I was a fresh face young greengrocer then wearing my penny yeah. standing next to that young lady with no clothes on well she had some clothes on holding that straight banana that was a massive straight banana mm. I offered it I offered it out to the sun first of all in fact no I offered it out to the evening post first of all shall I tell the story about it no do you think so or should we do that for another time 
That's your catchphrase again. Oh. I'll do it very, now. I'll do it another time because it is quite a, quite a long story, but it is it was funny. Very it funny. funny. It is a funny story. I'll give you that. How about talking about funny stories? How? Oh, go on then. Well, no, I was just thinking. We, we a couple of times ago, didn't we? We went on about writing and and getting ready to be in the police. I know a lot of people would be interested in knowing what it's like when you first first arrived at the Nick. Oh, you meet your first fa- shift. Yeah, and some of the first jobs and your your first sergeant because you you're wondering what everybody's going to be like. And I know when I when I started, I thought. You know, it's all going to be like dead serious and dead disciplined, and the sergeant's probably going to be a bit frightening. You know, even as a grown man, though, you you got all these thoughts racing around in your head. I bet your sergeant was younger than you when you joined, wasn't he? Everybody was younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> they still are. You got so yeah. So I t- tell you what, all right. And what was it like when you when you first go to the Nick and um, showed your face? Did did people? have a bit of a smirk on their face and think another newbie yeah here we go yeah yeah yeah. Well, you turn up with all your kit don't you yeah you need, you need this, shiny you need, you need this pad you need that pad because you need a bag to carry all your crime reports in because yeah. we said hand write everything back then yeah or your statement you know clipboards and what amount of kit do they all have a clipboard virtually nothing don't they half a dozen Pens. Yeah, yeah. And you'd have, you'd have this big leather pouch on your hip, wouldn't you, full of all the different ticket books? Yes. How many them. ticket books do they have? Uh, one. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's if interesting, it, isn't it? You stick out like a sore thumb when yeah, you start, absolutely, you? yeah. Oh, no, your kit looks shiny and new, doesn't it? Wait, I bet, yeah. mind you, in the Navy, was, there, was the shiny shoes a big deal in the Navy? Did you have, did, could you see your face in them? Yeah. And did you turn up with very, very shiny shoes when you started? Uh, no, I turned up in wearing Dark. quite shiny, well, boots, but my toe caps were quite shiny. Oh, right. And oh, that, did you get those ones that don't have a toe cap, but you tried to shine up the, the, the bit where the toe cap would have been anyway? They could be a bit weird, those. They're like um, a trainer boot, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Is that what, what you What are they have? called? Magnums. Magnums. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. You can polish them up a bit. It didn't last very long. Hang on a minute. Yeah, I've just got. About to, two just go, yeah, there are other boots available, Sorry, aren't there? Yeah, there and are. Magnums have not sponsored this. Although, if Walls want to sponsor it with the ice cream Magnums, then I'll be up for that. Go ahead. So, can you remember what the first job was that you went to? I joined my shift. Yeah, I remember joining the shift briefing. I didn't have to make the tea on that night. Oh, why? How come? Well, I That's don't know. I don't know. I think it was the last night shift of the set that they were on. So I joined them. And then went on, so did the night shift, then went on four days off and we went back on morning. So, the, oh, right. But the very first job I went to was a dwelling burglary in a multiple occupancy type house. Oh, right. As soon as you said that, it started to devalue the, the burglary a bit. I don't know why. Oh, why would that be then? Come so, on, Mr. Yeah, Pickett. And, and do you know what was stolen? Oh, um, an iPod. Oh, I don't think they had iPods in them days. Oh, I think it was still on the. Oh, oh, oh! Sony Walkman. No, no. Come on. Mobile. No, it was where people lived. It was almost hostily like, rather than posh multiple occupants. Oh, why am I not shocked? Mm. Gyro. (laughs) Gyro has been stolen. My my room has been broken into, and my gyro has been stolen. Yeah. So that was my very first job. And did your tutor tell you what the chances of that actually happening were? Uh, no, my tutor, it was brilliant, my tutor was. Proper old school. 
brilliant, really good. Such good and um, I, I was asking all these questions, and I can remember my tutor just looking at me. <laughs> and uh, like rolling his eyes. Yeah. So what? Because you think you've asked, you'd been t- investigating for over thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time waster. Yeah, looking at his watch. And yeah, thinking. thinking yeah. Come on, snap time. time. Yeah. So <laughs> we we came outside and he says, "What What do you think about that?" And I went, "Well, something's not right about it." And he was like, "Really?" And he was like, "Oh, that's quite good." So that was my very first job. Right. right. Um, my very first arrest. Ooh. Was a shoplifter? Oh, not for perverting the course of justice for claiming that your gyro had been stolen. No, I don't think I don't think we crimed it. Oh. I don't think you got any victim support. Well, you hadn't detected it, so you definitely yeah. wouldn't have crimed it. I don't think we wasted forensics time visiting the dwelling in burglary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, not that shame that your first job was a shit job then. Well, was it? Well, it was obviously. Well, I think it was exposure to what actually ah true life is like because it was what, somebody's reported they've been burglar and they're not actually a victim. Yeah, that's very unusual, isn't it? Well, before you join the job, of course, you think that with all the training that goes on and, and the role-playing, you imagine, don't you, when you first join the job, that you would actually be dealing with genuine victims of crime all the time. And, the pe- and people told you the truth all the time. Yeah. I can tell you now that it came to me a bit of a shock to find out that 95% of a police officer's role was dealing with complete bullshit. And the same little section of society repeatedly, day after day after day. Sometimes the same people day after day. It's almost like an insular... Yeah. Now, normal people would never imagine that that's what police officers do. But I can tell you now, all you normal people in Cyprus and Greece and Australia and... Yes, hello to our... uh, Wales, that... A policeman, police officer's lot is not a happy one because you're spending all your time, the majority of it, dealing with bloody idiots. And, and that's one of the reasons why we, we potentially become cynical. Mm. Luckily, I haven't. Luckily. Yeah. Luckily for us, we, we've not otherwise... This, this yeah, we're we all about moaning. We don't it, like moaning, no, do we? Not at all. Police, ex-police officers do not like moaning. Even the ones that have been slightly hard done by potentially in their eyes but not everybody else's but that's another story isn't it well not in the organisations well true my first job uh, was I thought I was going to tell you about my first shoplifter did you? you never mentioned shoplifter to me I just said it a minute ago did I you? said my first arrest do you know I think I'm going a bit mutton Jeff so that was my first job that I went to four days off and I came back so my first arrest was a shoplifter which was you know uh, bread and butter type yeah. Stuff wasn't it? Yeah. So the things that was sticking in my mind about that, in particular with my tutor, yeah. was it was brilliant. So we went into this this store, a large supermarket chain called Tesco's. There are other there are other supermarkets that get you know subjected to shoplifting. Yeah, but if Tesco sends some stuff, but this particular one was Tesco's. Anyway, so uh, went in, did the usual introduction. There's the store detective or security guard or whatever it was with the with the guy and the things that he pinched. Yeah. Yeah. Gives us cheese, meat, coffee, yeah. razor blades, batteries, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's bacon, yeah. all the usual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so he gives his story, goes on the fence. And I'm, I'm stood there looking at him, and the tutor says, Right then, you best come with us, Auntie. And I went, Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And he went, Go on then. So anyway, we're walking outside, and as we're walking out through the store, I said to my tutor, I looked at him and I went, Do you think I should handcuff him? And he looked at me and went, yeah, if you want. 
So I handcuffed him. Yeah. And did you got back to double the, uh, lock it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Did, did it all, you? Did it all properly? Did you? Yeah. Got back to the uh, got back to the panda. Yeah. And then I said to my tutor, "Do you think I should search him?" Oh. Yeah. That'd be a good idea. Ooh, yeah. Like he wasn't even bothered. Yeah. So I searched him, recovered, then uh, bladed article from him. Ooh. I was like, a machete. Oh. Uh, not quite that big. No, but it was a, it was a uh, standing knife. Bladed article. No, it was a large locking knife. Ooh. So lock knife. Yeah. Naughty. So that's quite that. topical, isn't it? It is quite topical. Yeah. So I've got that knife. I open the door and he gets in, and it was at this moment when he sat in the in the vehicle behind me, and I've got the lock knife in my hand. Yeah. And the evidence of what is stolen. Yeah. And we drive off. And I'm thinking, I'm sure I should have said something to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've got that T-shirt. And we're driving along. Something's not right. And I look at my tutor and I'm thinking, do I say it out loud because I've not said it? Yeah. And he might hear me. And if I do start to say it now, he might go, ah, oh, you never said that when you first arrested me. Yeah. Or actually, have you arrested me? Because you've not said anything to me. So I looked at my tutor and I went... Do I need to tell him he's like under arrest and say that caution thing to him? Yeah. Yeah, if you want. Yeah. <laughs> and it's quite tricky to remember initially, isn't it, the caution thing? I was like, so I started to tell this lad that he was under arrest. Yeah, I know, mate. Yeah, I know. You tell me. Because they know all the words themselves, you're, don't they? Better than we do. And I was like, in mid-flow of, tell it, of going through the caution, trying to remember it, which I you know, remembered it verbatim. Yeah. But when you actually, it's the first time you ever say it, you, you're like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. So I remember trying to get it out, yeah. and he just looked at me as if to say, well, "Don't bother me, you're wasting your time." Yeah. I know. What he's yeah, because yeah. he's so, only been arrested a thousand times before, hasn't he? Yeah. Another thing I remember about it is the smell. I know the trainer the, foot. The smell. Yeah, Twocker's foot. Like your, like your stab proof. No, not as bad as that. <laughs> I know they but, do yeah. smell a lot, don't they? Yeah. So that was my, very, my first job and my first arrest. What about uh, you? Right. I can't remember my first arrest. Mm. Should do, but I've got a really bad memory. That's, that's one of the things that plagued me throughout my life, is not having a very good memory. Oh, that's got nothing to do with your age? Could be. No, but I've had it all my life. Oh, right. But I think it's like Benjamin Button kind of thing, I think, I think it was. Uh, my first job was to tell someone that a close family member had died. Oh, dear. I know. Good start. I know. So I was with my tutor... Uh, I think it might be in an afternoon. No, it was on the morning shift. I started on the on a, on a morning. And uh, so we said, do, do, look, do you want to just watch me do it? And because I joined at 40, I'd seen a bit of life, seen a couple of dead bodies. Um, I felt I had some empathy and I could relate to people in the same situation. I said, no, nah, nah, I'd like to do it myself. I'd like to do my first job myself. Um, whilst we were travelling along in the car, pulled up outside this address, nice house. Uh, normal people walked normal, up the drive. Normal people. Yeah, we'll come to that later. Yeah. Mm. So, drew up the drive, stopped out. Could see there was someone in, and uh, and it's at this point where it's j- you're just about to tell someone in your first job for the first time some catastrophically bad news. Uh, that you, I have to say that I started feeling a degree of anxiety because I I. Didn't want to upset people, and you know, it was new to me. So I knocked on the door, and this chap came to the door, and he, was, he seemed quite jovial. And uh, I didn't even open my mouth, and he said, That's all right, mate, I've heard already. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 
relief. So yeah, we, he invited us in, and, and it was like immediately, it was like, ah, oh, that's easy. But I remember going out with Nick on Foot Patrol back in the day. I loved Foot Patrol. Yeah, so did I. But initially, when I went out, you think it, because you've had all this training, haven't you, about all these different things, and you're trying to remember all the, I mean, definitions. Definitions, that's right. Uh, and of course, I have a crap memory, so I couldn't remember half of them, you know. So uh, I remember thinking that, as that's I was probably what you needed that big power. Yeah, yeah, probably. To carry little definition books in. Yeah. So I was walking down the road, and I, remember, I distinctly remember thinking, I hope if anybody comes and asks me something, they'll ask me the time. <laughs> but you soon get into it, don't you? Or directions. Or directions, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But it very, it very quickly becomes apparent, doesn't it, after nicking a few people, that actually you only need to remember four or five arrests. And you can cover pretty well anything. And then you can always change your mind, can't you, when you get to custody and, and, and <laughs> Later on down the chuck line. a few more in, yeah. you know, along the way. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But I remember you talking about that um, uh, shoplifter for the first time. I do remember, and, and I think it might have been on more than one occasion, when I've turned up at custody and uh, said to the sergeant, you know, right, it was, it was, you stand in front of the desk, don't you? For those people that, that aren't policey, you go into an environment where the, you have to explain to the custody sergeant why they're there. And, uh, because they're being paid to be there. That's what they're custody sergeants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't have to tell the custody sergeant why he was there. <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes custody sergeant then, having established that, says, what have you arrested him for? And uh, I remember the custody uh, sergeant saying this. And before I was able to speak... At that nanosecond of him asking me that, I suddenly realised, shit, I haven't arrested him. Well, unfortunately, the lad that I'd bought in knew that as well. And he said, he hasn't arrested me anyway. <laughs> I'm not under arrest. Oh, it was all very messy. At which point you said, here you are, he just obviously wasn't listening to you. Yeah, I said something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because cops would never make anything up like that, would Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. But anyway, that was all right. So we could talk about new... Do you want to talk about new cops or do you want to talk about... Do you want to, another job that you want to tell us about that was new? Yeah, perhaps, a little, perhaps in a little bit. But yeah, about newbies. How, how were you treated when you first arrived on the shift? I thought I was treated... Uh, okay. But bearing in mind... Blimey, everything for you is all fluffy and kitten soft, isn't it? Well, Nothing ever bad happens to you, does it? I'm oh, sure. Yeah, it's all lovely. I'm sure I had my fair share of things to do on the shift. But bearing in mind, I was in the forces before I was in the police. And when you joined somewhere new there, you knew about it. Yeah, I bet. My first ship, I wasn't allowed... Your first Ship. Oh, yeah. You know, the big thing that sits yeah. in the water. No, not the brown. <laughs> yeah. Not the other thing yeah. that floats in the water. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was not allowed to sit on a seat in the in the mess deck, so that's the area where we sit, not where we eat, just where we sit recreationally and where the beds and everything are. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to sit on a seat for three months. Quite I had right. To sit yeah. on the floor. Wow. There weren't enough seats to go around, but there was never a, a full complement of sailors in the in the mess at one time anyway, because of shifts and you know different living and eating and working routines. It was now, there was 39 in my room, uh, 39 beds, 39 people, three beds were stacked three high. Yeah, and woe betide if I was sat on a seat. Yeah. I would get pulled off, 
kicked around the uh, mess floor for a, for about two or three minutes. Yeah, yeah. Then told to make the tea yeah. for everybody. Pot, and I had to make a pot of tea every morning at 10 to 10. I had to go and make a pot of tea for 39 people. Wow, must have been a massive bloody pot. Yeah, huge. Cool. Huge pot. Well, not all of them drank tea, so it was coffee as well. Get all the cups oh, out. Oh, really? Get it, fetch the milk. A big list of how many sugars and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it was all up on the board who has what. Yeah. Wow. So, and, and having gone through that, did you, did you feel that actually that's a good way of starting? I learned my place, I learned a bit of discipline, I learned a bit of respect for my team. Yeah, I think so. Character building character yeah. building stuff. You don't think that's like, oh, well, I was beaten as a lad, didn't do me any harm. Well, it's got similarities, hasn't it? Yeah, I was, my old man used to beat me when I was a... Did he? Yeah, he used to belt that's me. What it, that's what accounts for it, then. Yeah, used to belt. But people did use it, kids. Yeah, that's right. Oh, it was, all, it was all wholesome back yeah. then. Lawful chastisement. Yeah, that's right. But not well, anymore. We've still got that, haven't we? No, I think it's just changed, hasn't did it? Did it? Damn. I think. Oh, shit. Changed. Don't tell them. Um, Why, you've been eating your grandkids? Don't grand- tell my lad. Why, you've been eating your grandkids? <laughs> 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 I haven't got any yet, despite my advanced years. Uh, so, uh, so having come out of an environment like that, I remember complaining about something once and getting a smack in the mouth. No, complaining. you complained about something. I did, yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. you must have been yeah. riled, inflamed. What happened? It was, it, I complained about having to do something again when I'd already done it, and it wasn't me. It was, it was, a, it was a very convoluted. So you were chingering them then. So I went and said to the uh, chief. Really? Not that the chief is in the police because there's lots of chiefs on the show. All right. Are they politicians? Chief, chief, as well? chief petty officers. All right. Now I went and said to the chief, I went and complained about it and uh, yeah, <laughs> got punched in the mouth. Yeah, well, quite right too. Yeah. I remember. So I remember quickly don't complain. Yeah. Don't, don't volunteer. Don't complain. Keep your hands down. Keep your mouth shut and you'll go far. So when I joined the police and joined my first shift, yeah, it was easy really. Yeah. 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 Well, compared to the Navy. So I remember you mentioning about that complaining. I remember being told by one of my old sergeants that back in the day, um, that a member of the public had come into the police station and uh, told uh, the front desk that he wished to complain about one of the constables. And uh, he was invited upstairs to uh, talk to the inspector. And uh, this man was liberally beaten, thrown down the steps of the old Nick and told, don't you ever come in here and complain about one of my officers again. Those were the days, eh? Well, were they? Well. So is it not that type of behaviour? Seems to work for them. Well, yeah, but is it not that type of behaviour that's put us in the position that the, that the modern police is in today? Well, I think it ultimately brought up this thing called pace, didn't it? Because then then all of a sudden you could no longer keep somebody in custody for as long as it took for them to confess. Yeah, but Pace didn't stop people getting beat up. No, that's true. I don't think it mentions it in Pace, does it? Mm, no, not that I'm aware No, of. it's all these rights things in relation to lawful detention and stuff like that, isn't Ident- it? No? Identification. Yeah, God, it's all Expeditiously and all that kind of stuff. I bet they hated it when Pace came in. Mm, pre-Pace. George's Rules, I think it was called, wasn't it? Was it? Mm. Mm. Yeah. In fact, you were, you were going to join the police much earlier, weren't you? Oh, so well. you would have joined the police probably when... Would it have been pre-84? Uh, so I was about 21, so that would have been... Yeah, well, I was, was 1981, I was born in 1960. So, eight, so 81, yeah. so it would, have been, it would have been pre-pace. Wow. Why didn't you join the police back then, then? Uh, oh, I wanted to. 
but there was something that stopped I played you. Raven and, applied to Raven and Somerset, yes. Well... So what stopped you getting in? Well, they didn't tell me, but... I know what you're, what you're digging at. There was an unfortunate set of circumstances where um, I, when I had met a young lady that I worked with at the pub. Uh, the Ring of Bells at Compton Martin. Oh, very, sounds yeah. nice. Not a real pub, of course. <laughs> not um, its um, real name. And, uh, yes, the... Um, this young lady, she had a dad in the police service, and um, I believe at the time, well, I can't really say his rank then, because it will, it, will, it will give away who was what, when and where, but he was a very, very senior officer in Avon and Somerset. And, um, well, anyway, one thing led to another. You've heard that a few times in interviews, haven't you? And um, a few. we ended up, and it was, it was a New Year's Eve, because I remember that this young lady's father had gone out with his wife with her mum to a big new year's eve um bash and of course obviously we expected them back sometime after midnight well unfortunately they didn't were didn't enjoy the party and left early uh, no. i know and they didn't phone ahead to say they were coming home mm. at this time i was in their front room, entertaining their daughter. With olives and crackers, cheese, or was it yeah, just fruit nibbles, and veg? nibbles, that kind of thing, yeah. Um, uh, naked, like you do. And um, suddenly, without warning, these headlights came up the driveway. And that was quite sobering, really. And um, I managed to get some clothing back on, but not very much. And um, in came this gentleman of the constabulary. And, um, well, he didn't seem very pleased. And I thought, well, wow, that's great, isn't it? Being in the police with no sense of humour whatsoever. <laughs> and it, it suddenly jaundiced my view of the police, that they were going to take that kind of snotty attitude towards Commonwealth Garden things. And, um, yeah, so... Ultimately, I didn't get in. I don't know whether those situations were linked and whether or not, because I, I think foolishly you might have said, or, you know, as I was putting the rest of my clothes on, oh, perhaps you could put a good word in for me. And so, and what was his rank? I can't say. Right. Because if you tie up the date with the rank, it immediately gives everything away. And I don't think that's fair to all parties concerned. And it could be dangerous for me, physically. The, the female, you mean? Well, everybody. Right. Really, I don't, yeah. I, yeah. So, um... And I won't even drop the name by mistake on purpose. Top corridor. Yeah. Well, possibly. Yeah, so, so that, yes. So that halted your uh, application to Avon well, and Somerset? Yes, yeah. So I, I, I had to wait another 19 years. What I didn't, what I didn't realise is that um, nobody told me that you could just apply to another force six months later. <laughs> so I just assumed that um, that was it, that I'd never get in. And it wasn't until... I was persuaded by someone in later life to give it a go that I actually ended up ringing up knots. Well, they take anybody. Look at me. Yeah, that's true. Any favourite you jobs? Uh, jobs you want to share with us when you first started any, as a newbie? Anything? Everybody likes to hear about things that go horribly wrong. What, can you remember any jobs off, off, uh, off the cuff? A strange urinator. Oh, what's that? A strange urinator Ooh. so CCTV 
picks up this guy behaving in a very odd manner in the marketplace. Which marketplace? What, Brown Town? Brown Town Marketplace. Yeah. Sounds lovely, doesn't it? So I uh, rolls up there in my panda. I was the passenger. Because we call them pandas, don't we still? Yes. Uh, female driver. Got a description of this male who was wandering around the marketplace late on in, late on at night. Lots of revellers, you know, tipping out of pubs and stuff. Anyway, so I find this this guy, and he's uh, he's early fifties, and I walk up to him, and I say, "Hey, up, mate, how you doing? Yeah, all right. What are you up to? Nothing. Okay. Been out and had a few beers, have you? No. All right." The cameras have picked you up and you're wandering around the uh, the marketplace. I was just wondering if he was looking for somewhere to go to the toilet. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. All right. Where have you been then? The usual question, just trying to get a bit of background about him. Something just wasn't quite right. So I looked at him and I said, what are you doing? Nothing. So you're not out drinking. You're wandering around the marketplace in the middle of the night and you're not, you're not looking for the toilet and you live probably, what, a mile and a half away. So what, what are you up to? Nothing. And I don't know what made me do it, but I said to him, open your coat for me. Oh, no. And he went, you what? I went, open your coat for me. And he unzipped his coat. No. Which which went down to just above the knee, Ooh. and he unzipped his coat. I'm bracing and myself. He'd got trousers on that stopped mid thigh, held up with string, and he was naked from there up, apart from his coat. Really? And I went, oh dear. Oh dear. And he went, oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. It was cold that night. Well, it wasn't that cold. Well, it, well, he would have said it was very cold. Yeah, of course. That's you would do, wouldn't you? He would have. Well, freezing. Depending. Yeah. 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 Mm. And just been swimming. And, and just been swimming. Or cycling a lot. Yeah. So that was a uh, that was quite early on in my career. So that what was, was that? Words of advice? Oh, no. I lifted him. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Took him back. Did you? Yeah. Did a proper job on him. What? Researched all previous outstanding... Flashing offences. Oh. Uh, yeah. But technically, though, you could walk around with. Can't you just walk around? You could walk around bollock naked, just wearing a jacket, can't you? With mind his own business. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. Did he actually had he done some flashing that night? So refused charge then. CPS didn't run it. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Bailed him because I did lots of. Uh, investigative work around undetected flashings. Really? Crikey. Yeah. We, we knew then. Hmm. Yeah. That was guided by my sergeant. What do you think you should do now then? Yeah. He actually came into interview with me. That was an embarrassing interview. Was it? Oh yeah. Was it? He took over. Ah. Oh dear, really? He took over. Ah. Not, not embarrassing for me. Oh. Embarrassing for uh, for our offender. Really? Oh Did yeah. Did he rip it? Oh him? yeah. Did he? Yeah. I'd love to have heard that. All about his sex life. Oh no. Everything. Oh no! Just really ripped into him. Really? Yeah. He it, didn't have a solicitor then, obviously. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but even if he had, I think it would have gone down the yeah. same route. Do you always remember just... being really disappointed when people said they wanted a solicitor? Because it changed the dynamics of the interview, yeah. didn't it? From lashing into them and yeah. ripping them apart to asking them sensible questions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
going to be on a bit later tonight than what I thought. Of yeah, that's right. But yeah, this guy, he just wanted the uh, the ground to swallow him up. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh, it was terrible. Terrible. Oh. At one point, as much as I despised what he'd done and, um, and how he behaved and what, he, what the, his intentions were, I did feel at one point, oh my God, this is just, I felt sorry for him because the sergeant was <laughs> giving really? me a hard time. Really? Oh, yeah. But then, it, you know, I was so new in the police that it just teaches you how, you know, you can yeah. be an interview. Remember, it's your interview. You, you dictate how it's going to go, not not them or the solicitor. Yeah. You taught me. Yeah, and that is a big learning curve, mm. isn't it? The dynamics and, and, and who's in control of it because for a newbie and an experienced solicitor... Well, it's quite intimidating, isn't it? Well, it is, and the solicitors can run rings around. Yeah. If, if, you, yeah. if you're not on your game. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, God. Um, have we got time to uh, share any more stories, do we? Why don't you... Tell us another dog story. Because you love, love dogs. dogs. I love dog jobs. All right, well, it, was, it, it, it ties in because when I was fairly new in service, I remember uh, pursuing uh, this uh, DQ driver. There's a couple of people in the vehicle. And, of course, you're not supposed to, to pursue, are they? Not with your driving. True. True, and you're not allowed to do it anyway. But combine those two things combined, made it a big no-no. So you have to go through. You to, back in the day, you'd have to go through all the pretense of not pursuing it, and then you'd have to pretend that you'd lost it, and that you couldn't see it anymore, whilst having it in plain sight, travelling at 70, 80 mile an hour down country roads. You had to pretend that you you didn't know where it was now. And it was only doing thirty. You're only doing thirty. Yeah. And then. Of course, nobody ever does that. Then, then just when it crashes... You hope that you've said, yeah, I've lost sight of it. That's right. <laughs> just as it crashes, you're coming round the corner and you stumble across it. Yeah. Because back in the day, you didn't have the sets in the cars and all this... Data recording, telematics. Very petty stuff that records where you go, where you are, how fast you're going, how heavily you're braking... The radio sets back in the day didn't record anything yeah, like that. Mm. So you could have been anywhere. That was dead handy. I have to say, though, I had a terrible police crash. Yeah. And that data recorder and yeah. camera in my vehicle saved my bacon. It saved you. Saved my bacon. So there is good aspects to that, yeah, isn't there? absolutely. Yeah. Was it, did Huawei make that? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're making the latest ones, aren't they? So anyway, so this, this vehicle crashes, the, the doors fly open, and uh, these couple of offenders run off across the field. And when you're in training, they go on about, right, don't get out of your car if you can't catch them, if, they, you know, if you're too far away. Shout out for a dog van, or dog man, dog handler, I think it was dog man back those days. Um, then they'll come, they'll get the dog out, they'll have a bit of sniff around, the dog shoots off, Grab them, everybody's happy. What that is. In theory. Yeah, a great theory, isn't it? It works brilliantly. So, I forgot all that, so I, I stopped because you're excited. Because you've got a terrible memory. Yeah, I've got a terrible memory, and it's really exciting, isn't it? You've got pursuit, you've got two people running away. So, I was running around like a headless chicken, trying to catch people. I went to the car, searched through the car. Went through the hedges, I was running around like a thing possessed, trying to find them with my little torch. And um, 
then I suddenly remembered, shit, should call up a dog. So anyway, so I shout up, uh, yes, uh, could I have a, uh, a dog handler, please? And of course, they come back to you. We'll just see if there's one available. And of course, being out in the county, not in the city centre, there was never one readily available because nobody bothered coming all the way over to Newark because they hadn't had their injections and it was too far to come. So, yeah, we have got one. And I think it was in Penzance or something <laughs> like that. Uh, and he'll start travelling. Should be with you in about four and a half hours. <laughs> so, uh, I then sat in the car. And... Um, Trouble is, while you're waiting, it's boring, isn't it? It's boring, boring, boring. So you get a bit bored. So I got out of the car and started wandering around again. And then I'd had quite a lot of coffee earlier in the evening. And so I went down. I thought, I shan't contaminate the scene. I'm going to go down the road about 100 yards and add a pee against this tree. And, you know, like when you're a bloke, you know, you see how far up the tree you can pee and all sorts of things like that. Anyway, I was like a racehorse peeing against that tree. And then, in only that respect, only in the only yeah, only in the volume respect of the of the of the liquid. Anyway, so uh, how do you know? Anyway, it was cold that night. I saw flashing lights in the distance. I think it was one of those nights where we were fully staffed. I think there might have been two of us on. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you could hear on the radio. It was uh, whenever the uh, dog man was keen his mic, you could hear ho 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 in the back ho ho, and then. When it was about half a mile from where I was, you could physically hear the dog above the sirens, but not on the radio. Was that the dog man talking on the radio? The, the, what you well, what he was, yeah, that was him. <laughs> yeah, yeah his, his dog wasn't barking at all. So I, I, so I was waiting for this, and of course the trouble is, you're a newbie, and you know that somebody's going to turn up that knows what they're doing. And so I was a bit nervous, start getting a bit nervous, to be fair. And I think I sat back in my car because, you know, because they're fierce, aren't they? So, anyway, this thing screeches up and it's red hot because it's been driving all the way from Penzance and it's, it's humming, this car. You know, you get that ding, ding, ding noise of all everything. Cooling. Yeah. Contracting and the smell of the clutch and the brakes. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, so, so he gets out of the car and it's massive, big, hairy, snarly, bitey thing that stinks and then he walks around the back of the car opens the boot and gets his dog out <laughs> he's, and he, he looked he, he, I think he was a bit pissed off because he, he hadn't expected to come out to the county for a job and he was quite happy and he was getting a nosebleed yeah that's right because yeah. he was that far north yeah that's right so we got out and then he's talking to me through the window and of course this, this dog's going mental they get very excited don't they the dogs mm. Because they love it. They love the chance of a bit of a nibble. So he came up to the guy and said, what, what's happened? And I said, well, there's a couple of us just decamped. And right, right. And I, I don't know whether it was because he was new at the job or something. Because I used to think that, that what they would do is they would take the dog to the car, like show it inside, get it to smell all the people. You know, like Lassie used to do, where you, like a missing child, Lassie would smell the child's sock. And then minutes later, they'd be swimming through a torrent of water, fighting off alligators, find the child within about five minutes and come back. That's what I thought they would do. But no, I think he must have been new because he didn't do any of that. He, right. he just, 
he started just wandering around aimlessly with this dog on a lead. And I, I, I thought they'd just let it off the lead and chase people. Like, I, thought, I was wondering why he wasn't just going straight across the field chasing them. Right. I thought, this is a lot of, a lot of mucking about. Anyway, gave him the benefit of the doubt. And I was watching him. That's good of you. Well, yeah, true. There's a newbie, and I thought, fair play, you know. Uh, so, after about 10 minutes of him wandering around, I started to realise that the dog was following a very familiar track. A very familiar pattern. Yeah. It was the self-same pattern that I had followed myself, looking for them all, <laughs> some hours earlier. And I thought, shit. This could end badly. And then so he goes round, and, and his dog was like a fish on the end of the lead, darting in different directions, going around. And you could see the dog man was, it was a, he had his, like a look of confusion on his face. And then so he's going around. Is that a normal look for a dog man? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, subsequently, I or found. Dog, do, or dog handler. Yeah, yeah. Subsequently, I found out that that is the case for them, so I got over that. Um, and then he sets off up the road. And uh, he's like in a sprint. I thought, oh, God, he's got a scent, he's got a scent. Until I realised that he was heading straight for the tree that I'd had this piss against. And uh, it's at this point where the, 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 the face on the dog handler changed from one of confusion to one of, well, I can only put it as incandescent with rage. <laughs> and you know, you know in, in when, you, when you're doing... So he then looked more angry than what the, the police dog looked. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, completely in the shade, the police dog. He, 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 I, I had, at that point, up until that point, I'd been sitting in my car, hiding from the dog, but at that point, I think I might have put the central locking on, because at that point, I was far more frightened of the dog handler than I ever was of his dog. Anyway, so, you know when you're doing all your training, you get, like, you were talking about the shit on toast, which is, like, the shit sandwich... I thought at that... The feedback sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I thought at that point the dog handler had identified some learning opportunities for me. Right. Yeah. Uh, only it subsequently transpired that his shit sandwich didn't include any bread. Just the filling. It was just the filling. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how... <laughs> you, know, you know how I'm fortunately gifted with languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His Anglo-Saxon was bloody amazing. I can imagine. Yeah. Lots of very short words. I think when you're a dog... Not many syllables in. No, (laughs) none whatsoever. Well, one. And uh, because I think the dog handlers, they're trained to bark commands, aren't they? So when they verbally abuse you, starting off 100 metres away and then getting closer, yeah, you you do feel like they really are very very angry and this this dog handler was and I remember saying to him because I was, I was surprised and both surprised and disappointed with his attitude to be honest and um, <laughs> when he came up to the to the door I said well why didn't you just set the dog after them because they ran straight across that field and it turned out that he wasn't aware of that information and because I thought he must have heard it on the radio because I'd already gone into long details about but then it transpired that as a newbie, I wasn't aware that people had different channels. Oh, yes. I thought we were all on the same channel. So he hadn't missed what was probably, for him, a key piece of information about the direction of travel. Well, had he taken the time to ask me, I could have told him. <laughs> Rather than bark at you. Yes. So anyway, he set off, so that wasn't the end of it. So he then set off in hot pursuit 
of these offenders that are run across the field some hours earlier, who, who may well have died of old age by now. Um, but I remember him sat across, and I remember that at the other side of the field, Greg C was there, not his real name, uh, my sergeant, uh, and he, um, he was waiting on the other side of the field and in the panda, but with his lights out, and the dog handler's going across the field uh, with his dog on a lead, and then he's like jogging because there's a good scent finally. Uh, and as he got within 25 metres of, of Gregsy, Gregsy, thinking it was the offenders coming, whacked on all the lights. 400 watts <laughs> of spotlights and headlights straight into the eyes of the dog and the handler. My God, you should have heard the noise on the radio. I've never heard language like it. And, and apparently, of course, we, I think we caused a full-on Stevie Wonder of the, uh, of the police dog. And then very shortly afterwards, the, the, the handler got the dog in the car and drove away. What was that? Even well, at the bar you leave? I know, leaving the job half done. He was very, very angry. Shocking. Yeah, so that was, that was one of my favourite memories, if it wasn't entirely successful. But yeah, that was good. A good one to share, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to, you know, perhaps... Offer out an olive branch to the uh, to the, to the dog handlers because oh yeah if we're talking about I still favorite, feel guilty about that now if we're talking about favourite departments that has to be one of mine yeah and we love the dog section yeah can we get can we get a dog handler in we could, I'm sure we could yeah with their dog that would that would be good yeah, we, how, big, yeah big. This, remember this is a podcast so the listeners oh. how are they going to well, then, how they're, they're going to well, differentiate, they? differentiate between the two when the questions. And what did you then? <laughs> and, uh, and the dog, what did he do? <laughs> they're Remember, never going no to They'll hate us. They They'll hate issues. us like yeah. we hate the firearms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think on that note. Yeah, well, that's been a good night. I've enjoyed it. Uh, it's a good one. So, Fox so, Trot. Fox Trot Oscar. Yeah. Good night.